Coming up on iPads in the Classroom, personal learning apps. Hi, my name is Guy Trenin and this is iPads in the Classroom from Tech Edge and today we're talking about personal learning apps and I want to start with one of my favorites and that is Flipboard. I've talked about Flipboard before and I'll probably talk about it again and the reason I love Flipboard is it really helps concentrate a lot of the things you're interested in into one place. So when you turn on Flipboard you flip it, you can see that you can have different sources of information and you can have multiple pages and these come from traditional information sources and I have here YouTube or The Economist but it also comes from aggregate streams that are organized by Flipboard or other agencies and so I have here for example things from um, Edutopia, um, Mindshift, which is a collection of sources about uh, technology and learning, iPad Insight, and others. So you can have those. On top of that, you can add your social streams to boot, so you can have your personal YouTube uh, channel, your Twitter channel coming in, all of that into one app that you can browse. The second thing I love about Flipboard is the fact that all of the information is presented in a very easy to read, appealing way. So for example, if you get your Twitter feed, you can see that it's organized in a magazine format with some of the pictures coming in. So instead of just getting text and clicking on links, the links are uploaded into it and you can keep on exploring from there you can even post both to Twitter to uh, any other social account straight from here or you can use the specific apps. If you are looking for free apps and you want to know which apps went on sale, which apps are getting cheaper, if you get iPad Insight and a few other things, uh, streams as well, you can actually learn which ones are going on sale this week because that's part of what's being poured into this. You can also search and you can actually add to your Flipboard so you can add accounts. Right now I have a connected Google Plus account, Twitter account, YouTube account and Tumblr accounts but you can have others as well. You can see what accounts can come in including Flickr accounts etc. You can also get specific areas so if you're interested in news, in blogs, big ideas, sports, etc. You can see that you can choose from any of these and if you click on one of them, let's click on books just for as an example, it's not just one stream, you can actually subscribe to different kinds of streams but it is a great way to experience some of that information that is coming through the web in a very easy to read, comfortable format that really brings everything together instead of having multiple apps to access all of that information. So I personally love Flipboard, I think it's a great key to learning and to getting new information. So that's the first app. The second app is Evernote. Now Evernote has been everywhere but if you've never used Evernote it's something worth using. Evernote is able to collapse all of your notes. You can actually bring all of those notes as a picture and add them to what you have. So for example you can, these are the notes I've made in a conference I've been to 
And there are a few ways to look at your notes. You can look at your notes, just a list of all notes. You can look at them by notebook. So if you like organizing your information in different ways, I just have two notebooks. You can also look at the places you've made notes. So if you're on the road a lot and you're making notes in different places and you would like to keep them organized geographically, right now most of the notes I've made are here in Lincoln. But I do have a selection of notes from San Francisco, a conference that I was at uh, last spring. So you can do that. You can, of course, tag. And it's really important to tag your notes because that allows you to search them very effectively. It's not always easy, but it is something that you can use. What can you use as notes? You can write, you can draw or handwrite, and you can take pictures, you can scan information in. So there are lots of ways to really bring information in and add it to your notebooks. The great thing, like all of the great apps that store everything on the cloud, is they're accessible anywhere from any device, whether it's a Google device, an Apple device, or even a Windows device. You can access your information. You can access your notes. You can add to them. You can edit them. You can do everything with them. And with each one of the notes, you can specifically set a reminder with a to-do item, you can just star them so they're easy and they show up on top. Or you can just decide that you don't want them and throw them away. And that's done very, very elegantly in the app itself. You can, of course, search your notes. So you can say, I'm interested in notes I made about art. And it goes through all of my notes and find the ones that have to do with art. And in this case, you can see what came up. Uh, the last three apps I want to talk about have something to do with citations and creating a reference list. Two of them are actually paid apps, My MLA and My APA. But both of them do the same thing, and they're from the same provider. They're very basic apps. But what they do is they provide you all the information you need to create a reference list in that style. And if you go into the guide, it tells you exactly how to do any of these. So it's about formatting. It's about in-text citations. This is how you do in-text citations with examples. So if you're writing a paper, whether you're in high school, maybe even middle school, and definitely college and beyond, I use it in my own work. I use APA, not MLA. But it works exactly the same way. And this allows you to see examples and to see exactly how to format. So you're saving that time that you need to consult books. And you can see that they have exactly how the page, for example, for Works Cited needs to be uh, formatted and how all the details go into that. So it is a very basic app, but I think it's a great app because for a fairly low sum, you're getting all the reminders that you need to create the right reference list right there on your device. So these are my MLA and my APA. Looks exactly the same. EasyBib is actually a free app. And it does a few things well. Um, you can search for a book title so, or for an author. So um, let's, uh, let's say we're looking for a book on immunology. You can do a search. It goes to the World Catalog. It comes up with a few options. And the minute you press on one of those, oh, this is the one I was looking for. And you can search for the author's name. Now 
you have that reference and in this case you can see this is in MLA but to search to switch it from an MLA format to an APA format, all you have to do is just press that little APA button and you can do the same thing with Chicago style. So it's very, very easy. It draws from the world catalog. It is limited to books only, but it is a very quick way to create a reference list if all you need are books and then you can manage it and you can select some, you can erase them. And the easiest way to manage it to get it into a paper or something that you need is to simply email citations and you can decide who you're sending it to and it'll be formatted exactly right. So this one is called EasyBib and this is my last app for today and we'll see you next time on iPads in the Classroom.